What up, y'all? What up, y'all? Uh, this is A.D. Walker. Okay, sorry about that. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's a family affair. All right, blessings, Lisa. Blessings, Lisa. Cheryl, good morning, sports car lady. Good morning, good morning. Share, thank you for sharing. E, good morning. Sorry about your loss. Um, let me text you. Uh, I'm not sure what your week is looking like. I'll Deborah, good morning. Good morning, Cheryl. Uh, Mama McCory in the building. Great morning to you. What's up, Anna? <laughs> it's a family affair. Thank you, my friend. It looks like the first time I've seen you here. Thank you for coming in. If you like what you hear, make sure you're following as well as inviting your followers. Um, and as you know, this is the brothers brothers of legacy. So I'm not the only brother. I'm waiting for my other brother. He looks like um, he's preparing to come on. I think he ready. Looks like it. Uh, so today we're talking about networking uh, and connecting and all of that great stuff. Um, hold on one moment. Yeah. So we're talking about building and networking. Um, what it means, techniques to use, especially on social media. Um, it is very important as far as your business, as far as just expanding the people that you're around. Um, it's important. Excuse me. I'm just trying to move the mic a little closer. And my podcast people, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for rocking and listening and supporting. My numbers are steadily growing. Our numbers are steadily growing up um, in the podcast space. Um, ooh, excuse me. So that's what's going on. So. Let me bring Mr. Terry in the building. Great morning to you, sir. Let's turn it up just a tad. All right. So I appreciate you guys rocking and hanging. So listen, this is your opportunity to share. Sharing is caring. We're going to have an amazing conversation about building and networking tips, tricks, and things we've experienced and all of that. And then some. So this is your chance, like I said, to share. Make sure you tag somebody, tag someone else especially on Facebook that may want to be a part of this conversation, contribute to this conversation. I need to hear this conversation. All right. Hey, hey. If y'all hear me sniffling, I'm coming over coming a cold. <laughs> ain't, got to, ain't got no time for that. Ain't got no time for that. All right. Mr. Goodson is handling some business. Um, blessing. So he will be in the audience today. Uh, pastor is on the way. So without further ado, we're going to kick this thing off. Off. <laughs> And we'll be right back. <laughs> I didn't want to catch Good that. Morning. Good 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 morning. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's hey, get into it. There, bro. What's up? I said, what's up? Oh, Miss Deborah. All right, let's see. Hey, what's going on, Sports Girl? I miss y'all. What? What's up, Romy? Hey, talking to him in a in a minute. Minute in a minute. <laughs> he, got, he got mad at him. He said he got mad. Yeah. What's up, Ephraim? Who else I got in here? I got Mama McCory in here. Amana Lana. Is this your first time? Say hey. What's up? Right. Right. Let's see. All right. Um, do that. 
All right, let's see. Happy Tuesday. Yes, happy Tuesday to you guys. So um it's and this conversation uh is basically inspired by uh recently messing around with a new app. Well, it's kind of old newish <laughs> uh with the with the help of my brother Terry. Um it's called the because <laughs> you gotta get an invite taco Tuesday. I wish, I wish I could go for a good taco right now. Um it's called uh, Clubhouse. It's uh, if you've never heard of it, it's just it's another social media app. It, the difference is it's go. all voice. It's all voice. Good morning, Uganda. Uganda, the realtor. All right. Good morning. First time. Welcome. Welcome to Brother Legacy. If you like what you hear, it looks like you're on Periscope. Make sure you follow as well as uh, share to your followers. So uh, glad for you to be here. Yes. Yeah. Oh, don't. Uh. Uh-uh. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, so I appreciate you. So today we're just talking about um okay. How you gonna just all right, E, that's how you gonna just jump in with the questions? <laughs> so E asks, uh, would you say networking and politicking are synonymous? Um in a sense, in a sense. Um, cause I, I, I like, you know, if when you're using the word politicking, um, you are like one could be politics of trying to get someone on your side, um, you know, to, to vote or to, to side with you. Um, and then, you know, of course, networking is generally, you know, the, the idea of networking is to build something together, you know, or even a sharing or exchanging of services, you know, like if I'm a lawyer and you're an accountant. Obviously, I might need a lawyer and you might need an accountant. So, <laughs> you know, exchanging of services or even if you're doing if you're in a particular space where, um, oh, man, you're an accountant. I know somebody that's been looking for a good accountant, you know. Um, so that's that's I think networking, politicking, I think, is just an agreeing of agendas and ideas. Go ahead. What you think? You're saying they're parallel, but not. Yeah, he said would it synonymous have it the same? Are they the same? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, even when you, <laughs> when you get when you get to know someone, right? Know, you're trying to network with somebody, it's politicking. When even when you're in the, when you're in clubhouse, they're networking, but they're also politicking about whatever. So yeah, I don't think it's oh, awesome. Awesome. You're around the corner. You're around the corner. All y'all Georgia folks, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Dwayne said, I thought politicking was that what New Yorkers do when they talk, really. <laughs> uh, he did. He didn't say that. Come on, son. Come on, son. Come on, son. Um, I mean, I, I you know, I like I said, I think it's our oh, our our business cards dead. Are they still an effective? Are they still effective in the digital age? Um, because uh, with my job, I have business cards, right? Uh, physical business cards, and I don't think they're dead, they're phasing out, but I don't think, they, I don't think they're dead. I, I think because my cards have brought me a lot of business, um, in my, in my job, so I don't think I guess it's a, it's a demographic thing too, because out here where I'm at, right. um, they don't use a lot of tech, really. So, you know, it, I mean, they use it, but it's not like no. I got you. You know, not like the big cities. So you still use business cards. I mean, right. I have tried to install, you know, bring tech into the business where I am. Like, 
doing Zoom meetings. Uh, you know, I actually do FaceTimes with my customers. Right. Like, cash here, and they want to do a, a down payment. They can't come in. I mean, stuff like that. But I don't think business cards are dead. They're phasing. I don't think they're dead because I got a lot of business on my off my business cards. Okay. I mean, and and for me, I don't. I don't feel like they are, are totally dead because what they do allow is the quick exchange of information. Um, I mean, I know like some apps, I think even maybe, and even I think some apps allow you like digital business cards, like on your phone, you can scan it and it'll send you to the site or whatever. Um, but I think the, the, the physical business card, I won't say yet because it's not really been replaced yet, you know, because, the quickest mean uh, Terry can exchange information is yo, my phone number is blah, say, blah, say, blah, blah, say, blah, blah, text me, text me, text me, you know. But if it's quick, yo, I got to go. We got a business card, boom, here, here. All right, we'll talk later. Um, What's up, Pastor? Good morning to you, sir. Morning, 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 man. How you doing? <laughs> Dwayne said business cards are dead until you need one, right? <laughs> he said the social media networking. Wait, is social media networking are socialized? What do you mean? Is social media networking socialized? Yeah. If anybody kind of gets the question. Good morning, V. Good morning, V. Oh, is that is that? Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. I'm a I'm gonna try to freestyle on what I think you might be saying, but it's I'm guessing you're asking, is it more? socialized or is it real networking so i'm gonna throw that out what do you feel like social media is uh more social or more is is it really social media networking i don't know what that <laughs> i know <laughs> but so i'm i'm so i'm gonna ask i mean like oh well and let me ask you that. get understanding is okay. social media networking or is social media networking or is it just gotcha. social oh is social media networking or, or is it just socializing uh, I think it's both. Yeah. For some, well, it's networking. For others, it's just socializing. Absolutely. Right. I think it's both. Right. I get I networking get detrimental. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm gonna tackle the first one with the social media. I, I get a, I get a lot of friend requests from people that do Bitcoin and um, <laughs> what's that other one? Oh, uh, Forex. Yeah. Oh. And I make a mistake in accepting the friend request, and they hop right in my inbox, like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> oh, bro, are you?" Then they hit me with this long thing with a link, like, "Hey, let me tell you what I do. I do this and that. And I make millions, and I can make you millions and sign up right now." So, <laughs> so oh yeah, forex. <laughs> oh, they 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 get in your inbox and straight away. But then I found that it's a lot of fake accounts too. I'm looking like Terry's low again. Terry, your volume is low. Cause I'm like trying to talk, and you guys are not even there listening to me. Are. Y'all not hear me? Yeah, there you are. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, they, so the forex folks, I had one jump in my inbox the other day. I mean, you know, I could take this and, and turn it and flip it, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> no, you know. So they they remind me of the the folks on Friday when they, when, when Friday first opens up, and they're like, you know, are you ready for Jehovah's return? Because if you not, I got you. <laughs> oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Um, Felt like a man. All right, Dwayne, don't make me come over. <laughs> oh, so when is networking detrimental? I mean, I guess if you're connecting with the wrong people. Yeah, you know, definitely. <laughs> you know, or or you, or you get associated. 
I think that's worse. Connecting is one, but associated with the wrong person. Like, hey, weren't you with? Nah, man. <laughs> it's just, or, just I mean, it could also be, you know, there are, I liken this to people who are always in school, professional students. Right. You know, folks are busy networking that they can't, they're not, uh, they're no longer productive because they're always out and networking. Right. And that becomes your thing, just getting to know people. Yeah. And it's an addiction. Right. Right. Wow. That's deep. It's called narcissism. He <laughs> <laughs> said, what tips would you suggest to help me focus my networking so it's not so random? Hmm. Um, well, it's it's my last question. I, I think you have to think about what, what your target, what, what are you trying to get accomplished? Right. You know, that was my question, too. In, in a right. lot of cases, you have to consider how diverse do you want your ecosystem to be? Uh, if you're in a sales driven environment uh, and you, you know, you sell a service, I think it makes sense to know everyone out there uh, that's in your market, but also know what bridges you have to other markets that help in for reinforce your market. In other words, as a salesperson, I used to tell people, I may not have the answer, but I can get it. Right. So, I was, yeah. so in that sense, you're only as strong as your ecosystem. Right. Which is why LinkedIn is so popular. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you know experts in other areas. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yep. Hey. Um, yep. Yeah. So yeah, just going to the right events, because you know, you know, because some networking is just networkers trying to sell everybody else their stuff. Right. And right. you know, <laughs> unless you're in a position that you just want to buy stuff, then you you're in the right. wrong place, you know. Wouldn't wouldn't it be a thing of, you know, um, even when you're networking, let's make it purposeful. Like, like know what you're, I think Pastor Brian just alluded to it as far as know exactly what you want to do. And so that way, when you're going and trying to network with certain people, that you want them people to be in the same lane as you, right. at least in the same stadium as you. Right. Uh, so purpose, be, do everything in purpose. Right. I mean, I, I, I believe it's, um, it's about, you know, Connect if you're going to network, I think you know, connecting with others, of course, if you're <clears throat> trying to make a sale, sell a product, and yeah. or to to collaborate as well, because you don't know who you might run into that you can build something greater with, you know. Right. It's 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 learning who you're connected with. Edward mm-hmm. Lynn, let's see, Dwayne says Lil Wayne 45, Cube 45, 50 45. It's 45. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so most people forget the working part, the five P's of business, prospecting, presentation, pricing. And I pricing. guess pay. you did pricing twice. That's so actually four. Uh, yeah. And pay. Okay. Um, I agree with that because that's because in my line of work, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have to go out and prospect with it, whether it be phone calls or just going out into the community and passing out cards and whatever. Right. Um, and so, and presentation is is big because if your presentation sucks. You're gonna lose people. <laughs> Excuse me. Because with the presentation, like if I show Pastor Brian a 2021 Chevy Tahoe, he might not want it, but I'm just saying, if I show it to him, I have a pretty good I have a pretty good swag about myself that I can sell it on presentation. Right. Not think about it, but still on presentation. You know, I, I've done that. Uh so presentation is absolutely real. Pricing of the vehicle, I mean, pricing of what I'm selling 
has to match. If I sell you a 2021 Chevy Tahoe High Country, the sticker price on that bad boy is 78.5. I'm going to show you why it's 78.5 is worth it and why it's worth 78.5. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, all that. Right. Yeah, we have to we have to know who we're dealing with. We have to know you know, not, you know our customer base. <laughs> playing in my ear, so I don't know if you I don't know why I can't hear. Let's pause for a sec. What's up? Let's pause for a sec. You can't hear that. Can anybody hear whatever he's saying? Can we hear? Can hear nothing? Nope. I hear a little bit. Yeah, but keep it. Yeah, keep it low. I don't want to be overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> it's this background. Okay. And y'all, you guys, let me know if that if the music is too much. So. Um, yeah, so we got to know who we're dealing with, what's our prospective customer, um, and you know, what value do we offer? You know, what value you offering the people that you're around and <clears throat> who you're networking with? Because sometimes, like, I, like when Ephraim asked about uh <laughs> networking randomly, um, he said, Terry, that board is, is fire. Um, <laughs> Thank you, you know, man. networking randomly, you know, you don't want to be in places like I said, around people that are not interested in buying. They're more interested in selling, but we have to have an open mind to, you know, have the collaboration conversation. Um, he said, he said, I hear you fine. You just have a deep voice. Um, <laughs> Who? Not me. The only reason why it's deep is because I'm in my mic like this. Oh, so real quick, speaking of networking tonight, at uh 7 p.m. is Solomon's Temple Christian Ministries online Bible study. So you don't want to miss that. Well, that segue was something. I like those. You like that. You like that. Um I'm trying to get my game up. <laughs> so, hang tight. We'll be right back. Uno momento. Where did I put it? I should have had that ready. I didn't have that ready. Let's see. Um oh and I got I got a off topic question. And we'll be right back. You know, I still haven't figured out why that particular promo puts me all in my feelings. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I watch that promo time. I don't, I don't know how many times you watch it. It does. And it, it, it puts me, me, personally, I don't know nobody else, but me, it puts me directly in my feels. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'll pray for Boom, we had time to type. Look at that. Folks should develop a social media relationship with people before hopping into inboxes. If you're already advertising on your page, they'll see and contact you if they're interested. 
people also tag you on posts where I could have done that people um, post. If someone is looking for particular services, definitely. Um, <laughs> ain't that decent. It sounds like the what did I want? <laughs> so let me ask you guys. Um, when it comes, you know, the, the old adage is it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like that still is is more true than Indeed. not like absolutely? Yeah. It right, is who you know. Yeah. yeah. When, when is it when is it not who you know? It's got yeah. Right. In some circles, man, that's that's kind of the way of the, that's like the Mandalorian, man. That's the way for some folks, you know. And um, you could be the most okay. I'll give you an example, real quick. My 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 where I work, I have a guy that's been in this game who been who's been in the car salesman game for thirty three years. Knows everything, ins and outs, all of it. Right. right. But there is the finance uh, manager. Her son, who is 19 years old, right? He's still in the school, right? But he's he's done taking, he is taking the dealership by storm and, and selling every car in, in the land, right? And so right. now, the, the the owner and the manager is looking like, what's going on down here? Because it's, even though he has uh, my man has all the knowledge, because he is in the favor, the young man, you know, knows his mama. His mama's a friend. Uh, man, okay. Right? So he don't sell nothing. He be at school all day. So she sets all about all of his appointments, sets up all of his car sales, all that. So all he wow. got to do is open the door. Wow. And knock him down. She sets him up. It's like bowling. Sets him up, he knocks him down. Right. Wow. And so everybody else in the dealership struggles because then this young man gets to He's killing the game. But I was killing, killing, killing the game. So it's not what you know, it's who you know in that particular case. But it, okay, but is that helpful? Like to who's, who's, who's setting up the appointments? Who's setting up the finance, finance, finance manager? The finance manager. That's that's who does. If you get a deal, that's who it goes to. She's the one to go to the bank and get a deal for you, right? So the finance so, manager yeah. is setting up opportunities for a salesperson. Her son, not just a or salesperson. Her son, not she did it for her husband, but her husband has backed away from the game a little bit, so they hired her son. So he's he coming in. He sold he's last month he sold 15 cars. I ain't never sold a car a day in his life. He sold 15 cars this first month. Wow. Well, <laughs> like, I think the advantage is obviously wow. the finance manager. Of course. Who's so qualified. It's you know. So it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's just it's, yeah, it's it's a higher, it's a higher closing rate with the finance manager because he's, 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 knows he's undefeated, bro. <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> he's undefeated, never had a fight. <laughs> She yeah. could, yeah. The, the dad, the mom, she runs finance. She's been doing finance for thirty years, right? Right. So, um, she just says so much. She has people in relationships everywhere. So she just, hey, I'm gonna, and she just set them up because she can't technically sell the customer. She has to get. That's why she has or her uh, husband or her son work there too because she can't technically sell them. But she just get. And he walks. He walks. He walks in the door and got three sales. Wow! I'm like, so, please, so you adopt me. I don't know. You said it's reputation. Then what do people know you for? Now, <laughs> but like, but like in that situation, you know, it's because he's he's connected. You yeah. know, it wasn't even that he was skilled. 
He's just connected. Um, do you feel like, let's see, there will always be weight when you surely drop a name? <laughs> Jesus, right? Um, he said, I like what Pastor Till says. Do you, you can see his, his brain thinking. His brain will be broken. He's got a better mouthpiece. That's what I heard, right? <laughs> and defeated, never had a fight. Exactly. Never had a fight. Um, undefeated, never had a fight. Exactly. Never right. had a fight. Exactly. How, okay. I mean, sometimes, is, do you feel like, I guess in some sense, in instances, it's fair or, you know. Not fair. <laughs> favor is never fair. It's never. The man has favor and you can't, you can't hate him because his mother is in position. Can't I think it. that there's something wrong in the, in the system of the organization right. that would allow something like that to take place. That's the problem. Right. As long as you can do that, you can't be mad. My mantra is this. This moment that I live, that I've seen in my in my uh, line of work, is that the rules are the rules until they're not. So, and and we have a set of rules as as salespeople in that dealership. We all have a set. We all have rules. We have to put out keys in the morning. We have to get them up at night when we close the dealership. But if one of us sits down while another co-worker is out there closing up the dealership, we get in trouble, right? We get, they, they want to look at us crazy and talk to us, you know, but certain people, this young man, don't get to do any of that. He ain't got to do it. You know, he, he ain't got to do keys. He ain't got to do nothing. So it is just, it's unfair when you ask about, when you ask the question of being it being fair. It's not. Never, never have been, never will be fair in that case because it's you know, it was like we're busting our butt, but still, this young man. I mean, he's you talk about silver spoon. You talk about silver spoons and platters. Right. It's the one dude baseball. They got a they got a guy um, who who's, who's been he's new to okay. about three four months. I mean, he sold the high country last night. He don't even know how to get into the on star. I mean, so it's just like <laughs> we over here struggling. But they're they're handing people, and it's it's really annoying. It really is. I tell you, I don't. I don't why you mad? Well, I, you know, to me, mad. why you mad? Go ahead, Pastor. You sound mad. <laughs> I am mad about it a little bit. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you can't you can't hate on the game, man. You gotta hate the player. Go ahead, guy. But you know, the, the question is, when you see things like that happening. You know, the question is, what can I do? Because I can't, you know, I, I've learned from Psalms 37, right. you know, fret not. Fret right? Right. So my my objective is, what can I do to improve my disposition, my status uh, within right. the organization? Because, you know, if you, you, you have to, I don't know where Terry went. I was talking to him because. He I'm mad. Like, he left. He left. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you find yourself. Watching others, right? Ooh. The question is, who's watching your stuff? Right. You know, you 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 miss out by watching other people's success. Uh, I'll never be successful watching other people's success. Right. You know, I've got to make something happen myself. And so, my question would be, especially when it comes to things like uh, auto sales. You know, there are so many avenues to increase your numbers. Uh, you know, what I've learned is, and I know that Terry doesn't do this, but I'm saying with a lot of people in sales that I've seen, I've been in a sales driven environment. I'm an engineer, but 
I support salespeople all day. Right. Uh, I know who's going to be successful because What's they're only in the office when they're closing deals. Mm. Right. Because they're always out working. Right. Storing up stuff. You right. know, and so when it comes to auto sales, you know, you can't wait at the dealership for people to come in. Right. That's where your ecosystem is critical. You know, you got to be checking, you know, who's inquiring about these vehicles, who's, right. you know, who's looking for cars. I mean, you got to be everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, yeah, you have to, you have to. And that's when it really doesn't matter how many people you know. The more people you know, the more opportunity there will be yeah. for you so that when people hear your name, they associate your name not only with getting a vehicle, they associate your name with meeting a need. Right. You know, my wife is in real estate and she does not sell houses. Right. right. She provides an experience. Right. 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 She right. doesn't sell houses. She brings people home. Right. 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 You know, that's what she My motivation to my next job is going to be behind first, first lady because she doesn't, like you just said, she doesn't sell houses. It's just an experience. Me, when I go in my next position, I'm going to be selling the experience, not selling the Tahoe. Selling the and you're not even selling the experience. You're providing an experience. I'm right. giving it to her. I'm giving it to her. When, when people, there's, there's nothing to sell when there's a rich experience. That's right. That's right. You know, the Bible says, buy the truth to sell it not. Right. Yeah. So, so what I, the, the point I'm trying to make is, uh, what what did my Angelou say? Right, exactly. People will never remember what you said, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Yeah, definitely. you know that's the difference maker. The power of influence is the experience right. that you extend to people, uh, and then they'll always connect you with a feeling. And if they want that feeling, they'll come looking for you, even right. if you don't have what they need. They feel like you're the go-to person. Right, right. That's what it is. People come to me, uh, and you know. I tell people I'm in IT and they want me to come fix their computer. <laughs> I can't fix your computer. I don't know the first thing about fixing your computer. <laughs> right. 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 And it's just the truth because I'm an infrastructure person, but right. I speak with a level of confidence where people just want me engaged in whatever it is that they're doing. Right. Right. And so now I become a broker of sorts. Right. Right. I right. found out that real estate brokers make more money than real estate agents. Yes, indeed. Right. Yes, indeed. Right. Indeed. So that's what that's what an ecosystem is all about. It's all about making those connections. You you know, I, I say you always want to be the intersection. Right. Right. right? That's where yeah. it's at. That is where it's at. Always be oh. the intersection. What's up, Dwayne? What's up, D? What's good? V said that's true because constantly watching other people can shift your focus from what you need to do. Right. Cheryl mm-hmm. says morning blessings. Amen. Experience is money. Yes. Uh, there's nothing to sell when there's rich experience. Ooh. You know what? Yeah. You know what, Pastor? When you said that, I remember um you said it, you said that a couple of months ago. It's been a while when you first said it to me. And so I didn't really get it right until I I sold a, a vehicle. Right, but I was in the process of selling, um, and so I was. She was so enthralled with what I was saying and doing, uh, and so what I did, uh, we got her this particular vehicle. We put it on the showroom floor. We put I, I put balloons on it. I mean, I gave it. I had I had confetti the whole nine yards. Right, so she comes in to sign her paperwork, and she saw, you know, I, I had I had a red carpet rolled out. You know, I had the whole thing. 
And she was like, oh my God, I've never bought a car like this before. Right. You, you, my, this right. is the first time I bought a car. So I put, somebody put a bow. Was I'm like, who, who does that? You know, it, never mind she paid $85,000 for this suburban. You know, it was right. just a fact that she, she said, I've never had an experience like this before. Right. You know, it's it's crazy, but you know, me, me and Sam were talking about um, you know, like they got Carvana, all those online buying your car. Yeah, I, I said no. I want to go down to a dealership. Yeah. I want to be wooed. I want to be treated nice. Right. <laughs> when right. I'm paying this kind of money yeah, right. online, no, I don't want no <laughs> online. Experience. I want someone in my face happy to see me. Like, yeah. Your car, sir. We washed it, cleaned it. <laughs> right. Like, I want it's an experience. Right. That's funny. I'm I'm the opposite. I've gotten. I used to want that. I think I've gotten too old. Now I do all my research. But I get to the uh, to the. I already know what I want. Right. So don't try to sell me just like this. Here it is, right there. Let's work the deal. Make me feel good about the deal. Don't make me right. feel good. Right. I already know about the vehicle. Let's see. Referral business. Uh, Cole said, yeah, I agree. You have to get your, get our hands dirty. Is this true when people say that you can suffer from analysis paralysis? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she asked, what's analysis paralysis? Who wants to just tackle that one? Because Analysis paralysis is when you spend more time trying to figure out how it's done and yes. less time actually doing it. Yes. And that, that is true in so yeah. many areas. I mean, yeah, in, a, in a nutshell, that, that's yeah. it. In a nutshell, uh, and then back to referrals from from Cheryl. Yes, uh, Jeffrey Gittimer. Look up anybody to look up Jeffrey Gittimer. Jeffrey Gittimer is the uh, the kingpin of sales. Uh, Jeffrey Gittimer wrote a book called uh, The Little Red Book of Selling uh, some years ago, probably twenty five years ago. He wrote this book, and uh, Jeffrey Gittimer was this <clears throat> master salesman. But he became an enrichment speaker. Uh, actually, we used to call him a motivational speaker. And whenever he would present, he would have on the uniform, like the Maytag man. Remember the Maytag man commercials where he's got the uniform on with the little tag on it with his just, name tag on it? At it? Yeah. Right. And, and, and people would often ask him, why do you have that uniform on when you're a sales guy? He said, because I'm constantly working. Hmm. So to get in your hands dirty, I don't know who put that in there. Uh, his his point was, uh, you could be standing where I'm standing. The problem is, while you were watching TV, I was reading the newspaper. Right, right, right. Uh, while you were sleeping, I was reading. I was writing. And, right. and what he was basically saying is, this is not about you know the whole Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross boiler room stuff. Always ABC always be closing. No, right. When you're always working, you're always building. When you're always building people are going to come to see what you built. Right. So you have to constantly be working, be working on your craft, be working on your talent, be working on your environment, be working on your network. And what he said was that the more work you do, uh, and I'm going to go back to what Cheryl said. She talked about referrals. One of the greatest things that Jeffrey, I ever learned about selling from Jeffrey Gittimer is if you don't know anyone, you won't know anyone. Right. No, right. you, you understand? And yeah. what he was saying is, he said, I'd rather I'd rather live off. What he said, I'll make more money off referrals than I will ever make off cold calling. Right. Yeah. So anytime you're doing business with someone, 
make it their obligation to refer someone to you. Right. 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 He was saying, if, if I satisfied you enough to where you want to purchase or contract with me, then you owe it to me to bring someone else. And that was always his mindset. Yeah. If, if, if I, I have given you, if I provided a service to you, right, and even though you pay for the service or pay for the item, you, you, your thank you to me is bringing someone else to the table. Right. Right. Yeah. One person. Yeah. And that's what, and, and so he was basically saying the, the, um, the art of selling is based on referrals. You've got sure. to get referrals. And right. there's no reason for people not to refer someone to you if, They've been satisfied by you. Right. Um, Cole said, uh, analysis process is a state of most of us have endured where research, shadow, and observe, and you don't spend time doing what you're studying. A lot of that happens in, um, you know, when you have a business idea, you want to start this, you want to do this, but you, you spend so much time researching and spend so little time doing the work and starting to build something up. Um, yeah. Get in, get in your lane and just and begin to build. That's that's always been my mantra. Dwayne. Right, he's been in here for a minute and he hasn't said nothing. Right, right. <laughs> he's busy. He's busy. No, I'm on I'm on Bluetooth and if I take it off of mute, then I'm I'm gonna mess up the volume. Oh okay. So, uh, I got you. Oh, that's um, one right there. See that? But but I, I, okay. I did want to point out something you guys were talking about earlier that that just it, it, I don't know. For me, it was it was amazing because the favor ain't fair part. That that's been the the part of net. That's been a part of networking since right. day one. You know, it, it's always right. about who you know, and and no, not always going to be right, but it's an absolute uh, must have almost. Like, look at President Trump. Do you literally think if President Trump wasn't born in a situation and having ready-made connections the way he did already that he would be the billionaire man that we know as the president today that's about networking that he didn't have to do which is kind of one of the, the great things about what we've been doing here because it's about building a legacy and part of that legacy is i know that as long as pastor brian mccrory is alive and, and his family is good and kicking that because of my connection with him somewhere down the line my kids or his kids vice versa same with any of you guys are going to benefit from that relationship right that's right when you look at I, I know preachers who can out preach most of the mega pre uh, ministries out there and, right. and and have just as strong of a word or just as authoritative of a word but because they don't know anybody right they may never get seen so right. it's it's absolutely favor is not fair and and that's one of the byproducts of, of networking is, is that favor jesus is the epitome of all of that man yeah. we're supposed to be punished in so many different ways but because of who you network with you you get the house that you don't deserve you get the wife you don't deserve you you get the job you don't deserve you get so much that you're not qualified for because of a networking principle. Right. So absolutely. That you guys was talking about that made me want to jump on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He said, you, know, I haven't right. dropped the, you know I haven't dropped the bomb all morning. I'm okay. Like, I think it's that time. I think it's that time. Let me Brian say something else. <laughs> Cheryl said, Yep, and food stays on the table. He said, I yeah. will make more 
off of referrals than I would off of cold calls. So that's a bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ephraim asked the question, is there a place in the church for recruitment and networking for membership growth or is that immoral? Is there a place in the church for there is a Yes, there is a place. <clears throat> it's not immoral. Uh, there's nothing wrong with wanting to grow your fellowship. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Right? There's a difference. There, but and, and here's the thing. People need to recognize that there's a difference between growing your attendance and growing the kingdom. Right. Woo. Yeah. Let that marinate. And most people are caught up in growing attendance. Right. Right. I told, you, about growing the I told you you would open up a bomb. I knew it. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of him opening his mouth. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, but to answer your question, Ephraim, absolutely, there is a place uh, where there should be an interest in growing attendance. There's all. There should always be an interest in growing attendance. Uh, yeah. If for nothing else, to keep the lights on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know. If. You know, and I look, I can't. Yeah, you know, I, I also, answer, answer. Say again. I also yeah. answer Ephraim's question. I said to also answer Ephraim's question. All you gotta do is look at the great, I mean, the, the great commission. That that answers your question right there. Because when when we do that, that, that right. should be the purpose. That's the reason right. in doing that, right? So, absolutely, yeah. There's a difference between growing your attendance and growing your thing, man. That's true. Speaking of attendance. Our sure. bad anyway. Um, tonight at eight thirty is the Sisters of Legacy. Um, you like that, Cole? I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did, <laughs> I missed that. What did Cole say? It, it's the brothers of Legacy. Because like, he, he is the background music. <laughs> y'all hear it here. That's good. <laughs> keep it. Keep it back. Keep it back. It's because we don't hear it a lot, which is cool. And then it's good for y'all. All right, if I can find this. All right, I'm just I'm struggling today, guys. All okay. right, I got you back. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So let me ask you. So I don't know if Ephraim was kind of asking this. So if I, so how do you feel about <laughs> networking business inside church? Networking business inside church. How do you feel about networking business inside the church? Yes. I, it's. <laughs> I think it depends on how I, I really want to make sure I understand the question because yeah, I mean, oh, like okay, so if you I if you're an church. entrepreneur, yes, I you have a business yes. and you're part of a church fellowship, yes, um, are you not robbing your church family of an opportunity if you have a yeah. service that could benefit them right. and you're right there yeah. connected with them? If you see a need, I mean, the whole thing about this walk is meeting the need, right, right, so. If I have a service that can meet the need for you, right? Uh, why would you not uh, engage with me before going outside? You should feel more confident and comfortable right. working with your brother or your sister before right. going out there. Now, if you're not satisfied, I can't be mad if you don't come back to me. Right. Um, but the other part of it is it people always want people. People should have the right, because you're family, to encourage, provide constructive criticism. I think the problem that we have in our community when it comes to entrepreneurs in the church and in the fellowship is we want everything for free. Right. Yep. Boom. Right. We don't, 
we don't right. expect to have to pay because you're my brother or you my if right. you really love me, aren't you? This is what I say to people. People get people. I, I try to give A B money for what he provides as a service to the ministry. Right. I have to be reminded, Pastor, this is for the kingdom. Right. I say, give a gift in the name of a prophet and give a, and receive a prophet's reward. Right. That's how I feel. I'm going to pay you for your gift. Right. That's just how I feel. Now, you want to be a blessing to the kingdom? That's great. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Get back. Don't, yeah. don't rob me of my blessing if I see right. into your life. Right. That's right. We have to understand what we're doing, when we're doing it, how we're doing it. That's the reality. If you're an entrepreneur, by all means, your first stop should be at home. Right. That's right. You understand? Anybody that's out there doing network marketing and all that stuff, what do they tell you? Go to your friends. Yeah. Go to yeah. your family. Right. That's where you go first. Right. If you can't give, if, if you can't sell it to me at home, then how are you going to sell it out there in the streets? Practice on me. Right, you know, right. Help right. We'll help you get perfect your business. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I do absolutely. I agree that you should be able to uh, do that. Don't take advantage of your family. Right. Don't mark it up for your family. That's right. But You're don't right. come here asking me for the greatest discount under the sun either. Right. You're trying now. Yeah, work that is worthy of his call of his charge. That, that's just how I feel. All right. If they are it should be over. If they are it should be over. I mean, we. You know, especially in this game. Go ahead, Dwayne. I was just going to say, I'm glad that Pastor went that route because I was going to ask a question when he first started talking because that's where my mind was going. And I was going to ask, um, could you speak on respecting the relationships that you build? Because I think that that's one of the biggest uh, problems we have. We have great things in the house, but people in the house don't want to mess with other people in the house because every time um, they're looking for a handout. Your, your right. homegirl does hair. Hey, let me get this hair due for $20 when everybody else paying 60 Right. Nobody else asking for 60 So we got to learn to respect those those networks and those treasures that yeah. we have. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Hold on. We'll be right back. We're going to drop some more nuggets on this. Time. All right, it's cool. Said uh, Cole Johnson. He's showing up. I had to remove my scarf from my neck. <laughs> so silly. Receive all of this. Um. So that 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 right there, though, respecting the network, especially in your your church family, respecting your connections. You know, like Pastor said, going both ways, providing great service. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and at the same time, listen, we're not perfect. We get something wrong. 
we should sure. provide feedback and you should be willing to listen at least to the feedback from your yeah. church. Family. It's it's rough because you think like, yo, I, I'm top notching. And they say, like, hey, uh, let me give you some suggestions <laughs> you know, like, you know, or, or, or you're selling like I get what you're saying, but you kind of came hard, you know, in this aspect or whatever. Um, so I, 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 I totally agree with that. And then not abusing, you know, either trying to get a, a discount and or overcharging, you know, for what you're providing, you know, because it's your church family. So well, I, I want to be complaining the most about it. You know, right. if, if you're launching business, you know, leave room for people uh, to take a little longer to get the service out to you because they haven't perfected it yet. Right. You know, right. That's the thing. You know, we want we want it the cheapest, and then we complained about the work and all this kind of stuff. Right. And someone's yeah. launching a business. Come on, man. Yeah. You know, give people an opportunity. To, I, I tell people all the time: if your brother or your sister uh, launches a restaurant business mm-hmm. and it takes more than 20 minutes to get your meal and they just started working, they just right. launched the business. Right. You can expect it's going to take longer. Right. Cause it, you, you know what I mean? Right. Um, you cannot compare this uh, small business to, you know, the, the, the steakhouse right. Right. where they've been doing it for, for, I don't know, God, how long they have right. a training process in place. Now, the, the the question is when the food gets to your table, is it good? Right. Right. If if the food is good, then you can provide some encouragement. Here's what I think might help you uh, get the food to the table faster. You know, there, there's a there's so much to that, right? And then yeah. if something doesn't work out right, the first thing we want to do is bad mouth them in the village. Yeah. Right. Oh man. You no, know, don't. Don't get that service from Deacon Johnson because Deacon Johnson came and, and, and fixed my window and, and the rain came. And, no, 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 no. How about we work this out with Deacon Johnson? And those are the things that we have to get better at. Right? Yeah, we, do. uh, we don't want we don't like seeing each other successful. We don't want to pay each other the money. We don't want to do we don't want to service each other, but we'll go break our neck. For somebody outside that's the village. That's true. Yeah. We'll pay top dollar outside the village. You know, yeah. that's, and I'm saying we'll never get there if we don't struggle together. Right. That's real. Right. That's real. I mean, it's kind of a simple concept. For me, it's a simple concept. If I got a, I got a, I got an audio visual guy, a tech guy in my in my village. Why would I go anywhere? Why would I go to Fiverr? Right. And pay forty bucks for a design where I can I can call up my man right here who does the exact same thing in my right. village. Right. If I got somebody who's an accountant or right. a tax person in my village, right. I'm not going to go to H and R Block. Love them. Right. They do good work. Right. But I'm, I'm gonna go to my. We're gonna have to get into that mindset. I had to get to that mindset because I had people in my circle that did certain things, but because I didn't trust them, I guess I went outside and paid triple. For yeah. whatever service that I got, because right. I just want to go to my village. But my that, but you, you, hit a, you hit a point, though, Terry. There, there's another side to this. The other mm-hmm. side to this is if this is your business, if this is what you want to get paid for, don't right. come in here and have to do the job. Right. That's right. It. You're gonna you're gonna charge me five hundred dollars and do one hundred and fifty dollars right. worth of work. Right. Because I'm your brother. Right. You know, right. Don't, right. don't get mad yeah. because I, you know I have a I'm expecting a standard. Right. You know, from you, right. you know right. I get it if you haven't perfected it yet, but you say right. this is what you do for a living. Right. So right. make sure you do it. You yeah. know, That's why uh, we want to, you know, we want to show up late. Right. right. Uh, because of our brother or our sister, 
you know, right, to right, do right. Work. you're supposed to be outside at 10 o'clock. You show up at 1230 talking about I got stuck in traffic. No, you should have left home earlier. Right. You know, we don't we don't think about the ripple effect and how we do each other. So there's, right. both, there's two sides to all of two this. sides. Definitely. You know, uh, one thing that I can't stand is, you know, you operate a chicken shop and you can't cook chicken. Yeah, who does that? You, you understand? I'm like, I don't know how people can mess up chicken. I just don't understand it. it my thing is, here's what I've learned. This is what I've learned. And be careful. I've gone to I've gone to certain restaurants of of a different. I've gone to certain restaurants that aren't exactly American food. Right. Yeah. Not soul food. Other kinds okay. of foods. Okay. And what I noticed is that in some restaurants, what they're serving is not what they eat. Oh. Right. 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 I know. Who does that? I've, I've gone into restaurants and I've seen the family right. sitting down and eating and I've right. seen the food on the table and I'm yeah. like, that's not on the menu. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So right. what why are you not eating what you're selling? Right. 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 And I don't go back to places like that. Right. Yeah. Right. If, if you don't eat your own food, right. I'm not eating your food. That's true. Not, yeah. That's true. Not, right? I've, I've, you know, been places where you see the owner get on. You know, he gets a plate together too. Like, okay, you eat the same thing I'm eating, so you you're confident <laughs> in what you're right. selling. You know, I'm I'm with you on that. Oh, let me read some of these comments. Let's see. Uh, doesn't the Bible command to help your brothers and sisters in need and those who are you see in distress? Uh, Cole says seemingly the hardest people to get on board with their plans happen to be the ones closest to you. Yeah. That's been my experience. I'm getting an echo. If anybody hears that, or maybe it's no, just that's me. No music. There's an echo. <laughs> All right. He said, uh, Richard said, because let's see. Cheryl he said, Cheryl, be mindful of the experiences as they are. <clears throat> Learning process, uh, systemization. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see anybody, any big comments? And Cole says, Not only does Jesus say to bless others, but he says, If we give, that we will be given back to us. Good yes. measure, press down, shaking shake together. Run over. Run over. <laughs> what it let's see. Uh, the American version gets sold supply and demand, right? Uh, right, yeah. right, Cheryl, right. Okay, all right, cool. Um, let's see, all right, uh, Gary. Rolling up out of here. Yeah, man. Go, go, right, well, go, go oh. be prosperous, man. Thank <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh. <laughs> You're dropping the now, but, I, you know, but also, I believe that, you know, we are victims of our conversation. You know, you have to speak those things uh, into existence, right? Right. If you speak struggle, you'll live struggle. Right. If you speak with confidence, you'll live in confidence. If right. you speak prosperity, you'll walk in prosperity. Right. It, it does not come without challenges. The, the right. reality is we have to we have to let come out of our mouths the desires of our hearts. Right. Which right. means you have to check your heart. You have to right. check your heart as it relates to what you're looking to do for your own life. You have to check your heart as it relates to what you want to see in other people around you. Right. Right. Uh, be not deceived. God is not mocked, but whatsoever man sow it, that shall he also reap. We don't think about sowing seeds verbally. Mm. 
You know, we don't think about uh, casting dispersions on our brothers and our sisters right. and think about reaping and sowing. Right. Right. I love the movie, The Color Purple. What you said to me, what you did going to come right back on you. Right. It's it's real. You reap what you sow. And the thing right. is, we see that in all these other areas, but we don't see it with our mouths. Right. You, you got to killing people with your mouth and wonder why there's no life in you. Right. We have to think about that kind of stuff. You, you're killing other people's businesses with your mouth, wondering why your business can't get off the ground. Right. That's true. Right. And you're you're speaking fact. Like I'll, I'll I'll put it like this: When I first moved to Georgia, I didn't want to get a job because I didn't want to quit a job and then start another job when I found what I was looking for. So what I did was, in the meantime, I said I'm just gonna make some business cards, get out here, talk to some people. And I'm going to do some things that I know I can do on the side until I um, select an uh, area that I can be consistent in. And um, I, I do flooring. Like, I've, I've, my family's in the construction, and, and I've learned how to do my own floors way back in the day. I've worked for a couple companies part-time doing flooring. Um, so when I moved to Georgia, what I did was, I would do it. I would go online and there was a calculator square footage plus the type of floor that they wanted to put in. And it would give an estimation, a low side and a high side of the average contractors in the area. So me knowing that I wasn't insured and bonded, I knew that. So I'm like, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the lowest price and I'm going to chop 25% off of that price. Right. Which you're getting a professional job from me. I mean, I did I, my, my house. I, I've done my own floors, my own blacksmith, my whole kitchen. I redid my entire kitchen. And and that was one of my promo videos or for from when I show people recent work. And there was a person who wanted 2,300 square feet, 2,300 square feet of tile and hardwood put in their house. Now, the cheapest they would get this from a contracted um, um, f- floor installer. I don't know what the name of them are. Um, within 25 miles radius was um, $2,500. So I said, I'll charge you 2000 Now, in my mind, I'm like, that's a whole lot of house. But I'm trying to get my business off the ground. You know, this lady had the nerve to say, oh, you're too expensive. I mind, you, mind you, she'd been to my house and she was like, oh my God. She was like, you did this? Wow. And I, was, I was like, yes, ma'am. And I was like, I just wanted you to see it. Because, wow. because we looked alike, she said that I was charging too much. I was like, well, ma'am, here, here are the numbers. I even print them out. I was like, here's an average of what you're going to be charged. I was like, because I don't have insurance and I'm not bonded, I was like, I'm cutting 25% out of the price of the lowest bidder that you would find. Right. And because I was a black man and she was a black woman and she was looking for the homie hook me up, I couldn't get it. Look, there was three people that I had lined up who she had referred me out to because of price and quality. Wow. But because she couldn't get it, she went back and told them, Oh, you don't want to work with him. Oh, wow. So here's so here's the reality. 
The reality is, it's not that you were too expensive. Right. The problem with her is that she couldn't afford what she was asking for. Right. That's the issue. And, yeah. and that's one of the major mistakes that we overlook, that we, we don't think about. Right. When someone says you're too expensive, what they're really saying is, I really can't afford what I'm trying to do. Right. 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 And, and then it's all about, is there a way to get the business done that works into their budget? Because right. you not being able to afford it doesn't mean I'm expensive. Right. They're, 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 those are just those are two different things. Yeah. And, and yeah. we spend our time trying to justify, you know, where our price is coming from. You don't owe that person an explanation. You right. know the cost of doing your business. When right. you know the cost of doing your business, there is no haggling. Right. Either you have a client or you don't. And we right. spend all of our energy haggling, going back and forth. And the reality is you just can't afford what you're asking to do because I know what it costs me to do this. Right. Right. That's it. <laughs> Cole said, uh, but that same lady would probably say twenty five or three thousand at Lowe's would tell her it would be just fine with her. Oh, uh, people are chip. She wouldn't have wanted anyone to treat her that way, right? Wait, no, she didn't. That's right. Listen and learn. Say amen. And uh, Cheryl says you're about to make me throw the phone. Um, but that's that's true, Pastor. Sometimes you, it's like the truth is like, man, I still can't afford it. You know, like because sometimes you know you go to Lowe's and they like they tell you the price like, oh. That's a lot. Like, like, let me see if I can find somebody around the way that can do give me a better price. And you came, she came to you. You do great work, but like you said, you know, you knock some of those price because you don't have all all the lowest level credentials. Like, let me hook you up a little bit, but you know, I still gotta, I'm, a, I gotta do the look, <laughs> material, and this is the cost. Like, you know, if I want to come out, I learned thirty years ago that I cannot afford to wash my car. Right. I learned 30 years ago that I cannot afford to wash my car. Right. Because when I wash my car, it takes me over an hour. Right. I can pay someone 30 or 40 dollars to wash my car and they can get it done in 25 minutes. It won't be as clean as I would do it if I was. But it would be presentable for me. It's clean enough for me. The problem is if I spend an hour and a half or two hours washing my car, Dude, I make $100 an hour right. at a minimum. Right. That means I'm wasting, I'm losing money if I wash my own car. Right. right? And we right. have to start thinking like that. True. You know, I, I'm going to pay someone a service to do. Me, me and my daughters just had this conversation. My, <laughs> my daughters, we had somebody come in and, and clean the house, do a deep cleaning of the house. Right. And my daughter, Brienne, said, uh, Daddy, I didn't see a major difference in my room when they cleaned. Why did right. we pay them all that money to come in and clean? And I didn't see a major difference in my room. I said, well, baby, because you don't know what she was cleaning in your room. Right. You think that because your bed is made, because right. your floor is vacuumed, because right. you don't have trash on the floor, right. that there was not much to do. I say, but when is the last time you cleaned your baseboards? Right. Right. I said, when is the last time you got down there? I I, I was giving them a lesson. When is the last time you got down there behind your toilet or on the basin? And when is the last time you messed with the grout in your bathroom? 
Right. Did you do anything like that? I should want to know where the smells come from. The smell doesn't come from inside the toilet when you drop your stuff in there. It comes from around the toilet when you have spills and splashes and all those types of things. And right. you can wipe stuff down, but you're not cleaning stuff out. Right. Right. And I was trying and, and I took I took him to the kitchen. I'm like, right. you know, when I ask you guys to clean the kitchen, you know, you wash the dishes and you wipe down the counter, but you wipe around the kitchen appliances. Right. You don't move them out of the corner and wipe them down. Right. You know, I gave them a lesson in sweeping the floor, how to effectively right. sweep the floor. I'm like, if you actually sweep the floor like I want you to, you'll be in here for an hour right. trying to sweep the floor. Right. Right. And, and and so I said, you, you bring people in here because mommy and I don't have time to get down here and do all this stuff because we can't afford ourselves. It takes too long. So we'll bring somebody in and pay them. You're talking about what we're paying, but you don't realize they're doing things that we're not doing. Right. And because we don't do it, I'm willing to pay somebody to come in here and do it. Right. Right. And it was a, it was a great lesson uh, for so so don't complain about paying somebody right. to do something that you won't do. True. True. Right? And, and I asked my daughter, I said, if I asked you to come into me and mommy's bathroom and clean behind our toilet, how much would you charge me? She said, you couldn't pay me enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Right? Could you go in and, and clean a public restroom? Nope. You got to get somebody to come in there and do that. You'll clean your toilet. Right. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Just because you can bake grandma's cake better than anybody else in the family doesn't make you a baker. Quit launching businesses because somebody said you did it well. Mm. If it's not something that you're going to do and you can make it repeatable and you can perfect the process, don't go into business. I met a man a long time ago. I met a man about 20 years ago. He said, uh, he, you know, I, I went to his house and I saw how his house was man. It was laid out. He added onto his house. He had right. redone his basement. He had done all this great contracting work. Right. I'm like, man, is this what you do for a living? He goes, nah, man, I, I tried to, I got out of the business. I'm like, why? He goes, because I won't take the time to make everybody's house look like mine. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was passionate about it when I did my house. I'm yeah. not as passionate when I'm working on somebody else's stuff. Just right. because you do it well at home doesn't mean you're going to go out there and make it a repeatable business. You're right. selling people short. If you're not going to put the same passion into doing it out there, then right. that's not your business. Right. Yeah. I had, a, I had a guy that worked on like he works on his cars and stuff. I was like, oh, snap, you do cars? He was like, uh, no, he said, I work on my cars. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I, I trust myself driving the cars I work on. He said, I don't I don't have the same confidence working on somebody else's car. I was yeah. like, I get you. I get you. Oh, let's so see. Boom, we'll get to hit some giving, of these. Huh? Brothers of Legacy is giving y'all, uh, well, mo- most, mostly Pastor McCrory, but Brothers of Legacy is dropping <laughs> right. like, stuff that they charge y'all like $75 an hour to talk about. He's yes, indeed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Save your energy. Oh. Chris said, sorry, I'm late. Had an earthquake. I wasn't sure if he was serious because he said, yes, I sneezed louder than this. I thought it was real. <laughs> oh, right. how someone going to admire somebody else's somebody's work and turn around and hate on your business? Uh, let's see. Deteriorated residue um, says, right. Let me let let me get someone who loves to do that. Yeah. kind of work. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And you're right. That time matters. 
I'll yeah. say that again. <laughs> Drop the mic faster. <laughs> oh, he said, I've cleaned public restrooms for a living. I can tell you that I don't ever <laughs> want to do a janitorial service. See? Right. Right. See? Right. Like I do it for a job, but not as a business. Oh, so, oh, wow. Small 4.0 just south of us. Okay. Right. That's There's a stand ovation. Fire. <laughs> All right. Oh, so now that we dropped all these nuggets, uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us and hanging with us. Um, and and thank you for always showing up and being here in the audience and contributing with your comments. Is um, I'm gonna need some of y'all that I see are in the room. I get the same group of folk that I appreciate commenting. You people in the back, y'all can come up to the front and say something. Sometimes just be like, "Hey, what's up? Give us a name. Where you from?" Um, and if it's your first time here, thank you for hanging out with us. Make sure you follow, 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 so you can see all this great content that we have throughout the week, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. until we get done. <laughs> so um, I appreciate you. Let's see. Oh, uh, sure, sure, Ken. Um, so Dwayne, what you want to share with us? I just and I and for those of you that are doing your own thing and you're just starting and it seems like nobody's supporting you. Let me take let me let me give you my advice to you. Don't start selling yourself short. Right. If you sell yourself short, you'll never get anything you want. You'll never maintain or obtain any of those goals that you set out for. When I first wrote my book, I I got discouraged because for whatever reason I couldn't maybe my marketing scheme is horrible, but nobody was buying the book. So I, I was like trying to give the book away in, in some instances. And then I got told by a very wise person who had already went through the process and wrote a couple books. If you give your stuff, your stuff away, nobody's going to respect it anyway. They told right. me that was like, what do you do with all the free stuff that you get? It goes in a closet, a box, trash eventually. They was like, you know what it took to write whatever you did. You knew the time, the energy that you spent on it. They was like, know your worth and don't settle for anything less than yeah. your worth. So my encouragement, if you're writing a book, if you're writing music, whatever it is you do, don't sell yourself short. Because once no you sell yourself short, everybody else will as well. No yeah. doubt. Absolutely. Um, Equalizers. What's up, brother? First time seeing you in here. Uh, glad your brother still push and encourages me. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad we do so. That's our goal to encourage and push you into spaces that, and, you know, this is one of the lighter conversations. We usually have some uncomfortable conversations as well um, as we dig into a lot of different topics. Um, but yeah, it definitely takes the way advice. You know, don't don't sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. Um, as we talked about earlier, get out of that analysis paralysis you know, overanalyzing and not doing anything, you know, you got to get moving. But at the same time, pastor dropped a nugget, you know, what your gift inside your home may not be a gift that can turn into a business. You just might be just good at it at home. Like I would never get into cooking because my cooking is like, it's like basic, <laughs> basic. So I went, <laughs> you know, I cook for my fam cause they got to eat it. <laughs> but um, and they got you know we gotta eat. But yeah. uh, anybody else is like, ah, eh, you know, I pass that to the wife because she's more she's more on another level with hers. But um, so know know your lane, know your lane. Don't overthink it. 
and and make it happen. He said, uh, met Dwayne, I uh, met Dwayne long time ago here on Scope. All right, awesome, awesome. I appreciate you being here. Hey, that's that's, that's a good young man, and, and the brother got a voice too. Oh, hey, 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 Pastor, he he, one of those people that that you can speak into him and you can see results. Nice. Yes, sir. Nice. Yes, sir. That's good. Awesome. That's good. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow, here, brother. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, feel free to, to speak up on anything we're talking about and hanging with us, man. We we love the input, we love the questions, we love the comments. Hey, and even we say some challenges on it because you know we'll we'll go back and forth and we'll have a discussion about it because you know we ain't right about everything, but we're right about most things. No. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, appreciate you. We'll see you guys in the AM. Wrong one. I didn't want to catch Good that morning. Good 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 morning.